Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck. Not stuck too tall, Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, and he's adding camera gear to that list. I am. Including streaming with your phone. Uh, that looks as high quality as Christopher Nolan's next movie, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. I do appreciate that there intro, Charlie. Yeah, I'm just adding in video production to the to the list right now. I've just been watching every YouTube video that there is regarding video production. So you're in college. I'm basically in college right now. Yeah. I even thought about uh, I even thought about getting a, a subscription to Skillshare, but they haven't paid us to talk about them, so I didn't get one. You're basically at Full Sail University, Full Sail or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Down there in Florida. Same thing. Yeah, I think they got one down there. Hey, happy late birthday, Charlie. Oh, thanks. You turned old over the weekend. I did. How's I did. it feel? A life is just about over as yeah. we know it. A lot so, closer. Yeah, yeah. I almost felt bad celebrating considering climate change and all that. Yeah. I felt horrible, you know, driving my truck uh, around. Do you feel bad driving your truck around every day? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just feel every time I get in it, I shed a tear for the climate. I bet and you do. And I drive. Well, uh, I, I do hope you had a great birthday, and uh, we are going to go watch the Cowboys game tonight. We are. And it, that may or may not be fun. We'll we, see. Either way, we'll be depressed. I might, I might restart my drinking habits after tonight. We'll be at a bar, <laughs> so it'll be pretty easy to get going again. This is yeah. the Good Morning Liberty podcast, by the way. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every day of the week when we want to, so you want to smash that follow button make sure you go listen the dumb bleep of the week from last friday because we're going to carry on a couple things from last friday into this episode right now you know one of the things we talked about churls is uh you remember we played that joe biden speech and he's talking about how it's gonna not gonna cost anything this new bill 3.5 trillion doesn't cost anything this that's is, how i sell people on stuff too by the way yeah when i'm trying to sell some some in fact i say hey not only is this not going to cost you any money, if you don't buy my product, it'll cost you money. Yeah. That's how I always sell things to people. The new, the new thing is if you can somehow pay for something, then it actually is, it, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. Mm -hmm. Like I had the money to pay for this Coke Zero right here, meaning this Coke Zero cost me no money at all. Because you that found crazy? a way to pay for it. It's a new thing that we've defined or that the government is defining for us. It's a new manipulation tactic they're trying because they obviously sent out an email to everyone to talk about how this $3.5 trillion bill doesn't cost anything. And and so... You know the only thing we know that actually costs money? No, no. Freedom. That's nuts. It's not free. It isn't. No. It's a buck oh five, so it's not that expensive, mm -hmm. but... 
Yeah, that's true. It, there's a hefty fee when you when you would talk mm-hmm. about freedom. All right, so from the blaze, thanks, Glenn. Democrats are now pushing the massive $3.5 trillion spending bill by claiming it costs $0. This is the new thing that all of them are doing. That's the cool thing to do these days. Like I said, they send out an email with talking points, I guarantee you, and this is one of the talking points because it's a lot of money. But now we're supposed to get people to believe that if you can find a way to pay for something, then it doesn't cost any money, which is a, a new thing to me. Democrats, including President Joe Biden, they're now trying to sell the $3.5 trillion spending package by claiming the massive bill costs $0. And they do this with marketing, by the way. Just like we, we highlighted Obama's, the average family will save $2,400. The average family will save $2,400. Now they're doing the same thing with this. Every time they talk about it, it's going to cost zero. Yeah. It's going to cost $0. It's going to cost $0. It's because if you say it enough, people will actually start to believe you. That is true. That's how you influence people. That's what politicians do all the time. And unfortunately, can you blame it on them, really? Because it's the people who fall for this kind of stuff. Like a lot of people, people keep getting voted in and people keep voting for more spending. And obviously everyone's okay with it because everyone they put in office ends up spending more money. So, you know, just like how uh, when people in the free market do things that are bad, we're like, well, you know, it's not that we think that people who run corporations are just angels or anything. Actually, you just want to create an environment where more people can compete with them and you want to make sure that the government's not protecting them while they're doing that. And people are going to do bad things. It's going to happen. Politicians are going to do bad things too. It's really on us to make sure that they're not in there doing that because we do have to pick them again every two to six years. Well, and you also have a lot of people that think it's a good idea. Yeah. Like either they don't understand economics or they do understand economics and they don't care. Because they're like, well, it's not going to be on me. Emphasis so. is probably on them not understanding economics. Yes. That's, that's probably that's, where a lot of it comes mm-hmm. from. Over the weekend, Biden shared a message from his Twitter account claiming that the bill has no cost despite its massive $3.5 trillion price tag. Quote from Biden. Actually, I'll throw his tweet up on the screen in my first action of using this thing right here. Here's Biden's tweet up on the screen. That's amazing how that Mm -hmm. works. We've never put anything on the screen before. (laughs) This is the first time. My Build Back Better agenda costs $0 instead of wasting money. Okay. Okay. I'm going to calm down before I read this. (laughs) Everyone calm down. Do it right now. Calm down with me. Take a breath. Instead of wasting money on tax breaks, loopholes, and tax evasion for the big corporations and the wealthy, we can make a once-in-a-generation investment in working America. And it adds zero dollars to the national debt. Okay. <laughs> first line there. Well, the very first line, it costs zero dollars. You really can tweet anything. You can just say whatever you want. You, you can, can just... Biden's like, well, Trump did it. I can say dumb shit too. Yeah. Who cares? You just I'll say, just say whatever I want. It doesn't matter whether or not it's true. The next line, instead of wasting money on tax breaks, do you realize that, I know you do, but the mental gymnastics that have to happen to work out how a tax break is wasting money? It'll get you sweaty. Like, you know all the different things that have to happen in your mind to consider not taking money from someone else as a waste of your money. Mm Mm-hmm. What the actual F? It makes sense, Nate. Yeah. Just yeah. read it. Is this a dumb bleep of the week already? <laughs> is, is that what's going on it right makes now? makes total sense. All these <sighs> loopholes, 
yeah. that the government created. That, yeah. <laughs> hey, we created all these, but don't worry. We're going to fight them. We're going to fight all these loopholes that we spent years creating. Don't worry. <laughs> and tax evasion for big corporations. Now, if it is actually tax evasion, like taxes that they owe, then they can go after them if they want to do that. But yeah. actually, they're just talking about people deducting expenses that they have against what their income was and then not ending up owing any taxes. That's now tax evasion. Just so you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, let's go. White House spokesperson Andrew Bates told Axios on Friday the bill's price tag is $0 because it will be paid for by ending failed special tax giveaways for the richest taxpayers and big corporations, adding nothing to the debt. <laughs> tax giveaways. That's when the government allows you to keep some of your own money. Just so you know, because the government owns all money. They have first right to your labor. You're actually a slave to them, and whatever they allow you to keep, that's a giveaway to you. <laughs> the comments are great right now in the live group. Quote, President Biden also said something very important the other day, which is this is a $0 bill because it's going to be completely paid for with taxes on the wealthiest and the largest corporations. You see, first off, you can convince people that you're not going to use their money that you're going to use someone else's money, then that's also $0. Because in this, they said that the cost is zero because it's going to be paid for with taxes. I find myself paying for $0 things all the time. Yeah? Yeah, what kind of $0 things? Uh, just all things that don't cost any money, I still pay for them. Yeah, But they true. don't cost anything. It's just the weirdest thing. I go to like Walmart and I'm like, hey, how much is that? And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm still going to pay for it. <laughs> With, I need to go to that Walmart. With your money. The bill itself will not cost $3.5 trillion in the sense it will be entirely or at least partially paid for. Will it be entirely or at least partially? Which, <laughs> which one of those? And if it's partially, does that mean it costs money? So the actual cost in terms of deficits, see if it doesn't add to the deficit, then it doesn't cost any money. It's neutral. They're, mm. How do they create these different realities? Just seemingly different reality, right? it, like nothing, just nothing. And they probably go to bed just fine at night, mm -hmm. you know, no problem at all. I mean, this all makes total sense if, so you the just, if you just read it. If you just read it, it makes sense. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying right now. So the actual cost in terms of deficits will be smaller than that, perhaps even zero. <laughs> Although I think that's unlikely. And this... Uh, so wait, so now it's unlikely. Yeah, Perhaps it could be zero, even though that's probably unlikely. We're still going to say it's nothing. But I'm still supposed to say it's zero. So I fulfilled my talking point, or which they sent me onto TV to say, which is that it costs zero dollars. Although I think that's unlikely. Is this uh, like the latest Stephen King novel? Did you, is this an excerpt? I don't. From I don't even know if this is. I don't even know if Stephen King could write this kind of stuff, man. It just ain't <laughs> possible. Now that. Even if you thought that this was going to be paid for by raising taxes, by the way, still try and wrap your head around the idea that if if you can, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make some money, which the government makes money by putting a gun in people's faces and taking it away from them. So essentially, yeah. yeah. So like, I need to buy a new car, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go make some money, and then when I buy that car, the car doesn't cost any money because I made money to pay for it. So the car's free, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Doesn't that make complete and total sense? Or if you robbed a bank. 
Yeah, if I went to my neighbor's house and I and I took a thousand dollars from them and then I bought something that was a thousand dollars, the thing that I bought didn't cost any money. Didn't cost a thing. At CBS, as CBS News host Margaret Brennan told Jayap, I how do you say that? Jayapal. Jayapal. I don't know. The massive spending package the Democrats want to pass, hardly knowing everything that's in it, does not cost zero dollars. Quote: The Joint Committee on Taxation says actually that. In raising this revenue, taxes could go up at least 2% on those making between $200,000 and $500,000 a year, Brennan explained. It also will raise taxes for corporations and those who are wealthier. So it's not no cost. Yeah, that is. uh, People who have money are people too. I don't know if anyone (laughs) knows that. They're also like, you don't reach a threshold where you're not a person anymore. I don't think. Maybe you do. I'm not, I'm not really sure. We're not there yet. Apparently, we'll let you know when we get there. <laughs> once you reach that threshold, you're no longer a person. So any money taken from you is, yeah. that's spent on things actually didn't cost any money. I mean, Dr. Seuss told me a person's a person no matter how small. Well, could be. The Wall Street Journal aptly characterized Democrats' new talking point as the largest tax increase as a share of the GDP and the largest entitlement expansion since the 1960s costs nothing and money grows on trees. And so what the Wall Street Journal said, in fact, according to WSJ, the proposed tax increase does not even cover the spending Democrats are proposing. Mm-hmm. Now we get into what it could actually uh, end up costing. In the real world, Cong- Congress's Joint Committee on Taxation says the bill raises $2.1 trillion over 10 years. It's $210 billion a year, by the way. So somebody must be paying more among the tax hikes or a 5.5 percentage point increase on the corporate income tax rate that will be paid by workers in lower wages, consumers in higher prices, and investors in lower returns. That'll be pleased to know that that all adds up to zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, did you see that? You know, my stock uh, went down. I'm so glad this is costing nothing. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah, yeah. so happy about that. As for the spending, the $3.5 trillion figure that Bernie Sanders considers a compromise doesn't even capture the full cost of what Democrats are proposing. As we explained, this is the Blaze talking, that, that amount is based on budget gimmickry. <laughs> including entitlement phase-outs and phase-ins, and the real cost will be at least $5 trillion, probably far more. As if, as is with every government expenditure, by yeah. the way. Yeah, it'll probably it is, end up being more than that. I have yeah. yet to see anything come under budget besides Rand Paul's office. <laughs> That's furniture. So even after the $2.1 trillion tax hikes, the entitlements and the reconciliation package that includes child allowance... College tuition, national pre-K, universal child care, expanded Medicare, and the new Medicaid program will add to the U.S. debt for decades to come. Even if Democrats found enough money via tax increases to cover the cost of the bill, the National Review's Philip Klein pointed out the bill would still leave a fiscal footprint. Quote, at the any time the government raises taxes to pay for newly passed spending, it taps revenue sources that are no longer available to meet existing obligations. That's right. We don't even make enough money to pay for the things that we currently have. We don't even make enough money to pay for the th- current currently for the things that we had 20 years ago. <laughs> That's true. Let alone right now. That's very true. Yeah, it's a... and. The other, I wrote an article about this. Though. I don't know if you know it. I wrote an article today, mm. and it took me about five minutes. But it was yeah. a pretty long article, actually. I just, just, well, I just onto a thing, and then I posted it just out. Word vomited. Just word vomited all over our website and posted it out. But this, this also depends on. So they're going to have to raise all of these taxes to pay for the three point five trillion dollar bill that we know is going to be at least five or six or seven. That also depends on them never ever passing another spending bill over that amount of time. 
we get one of these like every year. What are they going to do to pay for next year's spending bill? Or the bill after that? Well, they'll just find another way to make it cost nothing. Yeah, they'll just make it zero, which means they'll have to keep raising taxes or, or borrowing on it for it to not cost anything, apparently. Eventually, someone on the left has to admit that you, you will reach a point of diminishing returns, like the Laffer curve thing when it comes to raising taxes. So if you can raise all of these taxes to pay for this bill, you're saying that we're not going to have any more bills that add anything to the deficit, no more than what we're currently spending for the next 10 years. We're just not going to do that anymore. Which, I mean, if you kind of think about it, it's all the same. It's all fake. It we did an fake. episode not that long ago called It's All Fake. Because mm-hmm. right now, I think the combined stock market value hovers somewhere around 48 to $50 trillion. We obviously don't have $50 trillion. No. It's all perceived value, right? It's just what we think the future is going to be. The stock market is like GameStop's stock price. So right let's now. say you took all of Jeff Bezos's net worth. Well, it actually doesn't exist, by the way. Like if you tax billionaires for their unrealized gains just what the next thing you're about to read about by i the know way. <laughs> so when you tax their unrealized gains by the way then there's no gains left there's nothing they don't even have that gain actually in there right it's a perceived value of what their stock would be worth but if you try it's like it's the same thing as taking a run on a bank right the bank doesn't actually have the money in there so if everybody tried to cash out their accounts at the same time there would be nothing there. Yeah. As you try to sell, you'd be chasing the price down on the way there. Yes, because if everybody tried to sell their Amazon stock the same time that Jeff Bezos was trying to sell all his, there's not enough money there for all of Amazon stock to be paid out. It doesn't exist. It's Fugazi, fairy dust. (laughs) Well, and as as he tries to sell, if say he's trying to get $2 billion, as he tries to sell $2 billion worth of stock, while he's doing that, he's going to be pushing the price of Amazon down while he's doing that. So maybe at first he needed to sell 100,000 shares or a million, whatever it would be, a million shares or whatever it would be of Amazon. As he's selling those things and dumping those onto the market, since there's more shares being added into the market, that means that people can get it at a lower price if the demand doesn't change for Amazon. Now, if the demand went up to match all of his selling, then it wouldn't change the price. And sometimes you'll see when a stock is popping like crazy, they'll do a share offering. The reason they do that is because the demand's really high right now. So now they can do a share offering and they can maybe keep the price of the stock the same. And and most of the time it still doesn't even stay the same. So anyway, that, I, I really hope people realize that obviously Jeff Bezos doesn't actually have that money. Like you said, it's a perceived value. And if he actually tried to get rid of it, his net worth would drop. I mean, it, it would probably drop in half as he was trying to do that. Mm. So anyway, there is someone there's well, someone with a crazy idea right now. This line right here. So the newly passed spending will tap revenue sources that are no longer available to meet existing obligations. It, once you tap these resources that don't even exist anyway, by the way, but let's say you're able to hypothetically, then what? You're what not supposed you to ask that do? question. When, when the, the new, new wears, wears off, off and the old shines through. And yeah. it ain't really love. Ain't really lust. Exactly. Yeah. So then what? Because. because. <laughs> I'm singing that song. <laughs> then what? <laughs> what you gonna do? When the... All right. <laughs> every time I say then what, that's what I yeah. think of. <laughs> um, but once all that money's gone, what do you do? What do you do? And, and once all this money becomes due, what do you do? What do you do? No one wants to think of any further down the line 
And it's like what Thomas Massey and Rand Paul and all these guys keep talking about, which is, okay, we have this now. But, and this is the problem that all these socialist countries run into. Venezuela is a perfect example. Hey, look at all this oil money we have. We could do all these things. I can't believe these Edie Greville, Edie, Edie. Edie Greville. The yeah. Edie Greville. Yeah. The, the evil, greedy companies are hoarding all this cash that we could give to all our people and make a better life. And it worked for about 10 years. And then what? They become the one of the poorest countries, from the richest to the poorest country in all of South America. So you're saying that the new wore off and the old shine through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Making sure. Ain't anybody anybody can trust, you know? <laughs> All right, from Charlie, business. we'll just ta- we'll just don't worry. There's money out there. We'll just take it. <clears throat> yeah, you just say that yeah. it doesn't cost anything. That's I forgot. I forgot this doesn't cost just like this podcast is free. Mm-hmm. Completely free. Doesn't cost any money. Doesn't cost anything. At this all. thing right here, this uh this A Tim Mini Extreme ISO, didn't cost any money. For those that don't know, that's a, a video board switcher. Yeah. You just switch switch video stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's doesn't cost anything. Doesn't cost me any money. We raised uh, one tenth of the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So because I will make enough uh, money to pay for this over the next ten years, this thing didn't cost any money. I'm glad it's that free. It's, it's awesome. These people teach your kids, by the way. Yeah, they run. They run the education for your kids. Coming from Business Insider, a top senator wants to tax the cash piles the wealthy are sitting on, just sitting on them. Just, yeah. And Biden agrees with them. Of you know I. These rich people sitting on their piles of cash. That's the problem, folks. Mm -hmm. House Democrats have proposed a whole host of options to pay for their $3.5 trillion. That that costs no money, by the way. Yeah. But they've got all these options to pay for it. This uh, $0, 0-3.5 trillion. Same, same. I didn't even hear you say different things right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. Social spending bill, which includes measures like universal pre-K, tuition-free community college and paid leave for workers. One of those, who's working right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for anyone working, I mean, they're just a slave anyway. Why are they talking about yeah. doing anything for workers? One of those options proposed by Senate Finance Chair, Senate Finance Chair, by the way, this guy is one of the top people in all of the country who's over finance. His chair says finance on it and it's in the senate ron wyden is a change uh is a change to the way the government taxes earnings on assets like stocks and bonds it would mainly affect the wealthy as always because you guys aren't paying any tax okay it's just the wealthy people i don't know why you wouldn't be behind this pretty much all tax changes affect the wealthy by the way because Mm -hmm. they pay most of the taxes because their wealth usually derives from investments more than salaries A priority for me, this is a quote, by the way, in these negotiations is making it clear that billionaires are not exempt from the general proposition that nurses and firefighters see every year. You see what they did there? (laughs) Do you guys see what they did right there? Yeah. Yeah. This is beautiful. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, this is the, it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. It's so good. Listen to this again. A priority for me in this in these negotiations is making it clear that billionaires are not exempt from the general proposition that nurses and firefighters see every year. So whose side are you on? Yeah. Are you on nurses and firefighters side or are you on the billionaire side? That's what they 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 just pit those people up against each other as if they're two separate classes and they're working against each other. They, mm-hmm. This is the this is the divide part, right? So now you have to choose a side. 
Like I'm married to a nurse. So it's like, oh my God, if I stand up for billionaires, I obviously hate my wife. It's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know how I'm going to sleep at night. It's clear as now. mud, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have to pay taxes regularly, Wyden told the Wall Street Journal. Uh, no, they don't actually. You just take it out of their check. Yeah. <laughs> they don't actually pay it. You just siphon it out of their check before they get the money. We should go to a system where everyone pays in. Annually. That would solve this whole problem. Yeah, it really Honestly. would. That, well, I wouldn't say solve the problem. It would move us really far in the direction that we want to go, basically overnight. If everyone had to stroke a check or pay in cash or whatever, or transfer Bitcoin, I don't care how you pay it. <laughs> President Joe Biden is on board. Of course he is. I've never met a Democrat that doesn't love to spend other people's money or anybody in the government for that matter. Democrat, Republican, doesn't matter. On Friday, he lent his support for the measured in a press conference. It's similar to his earlier proposal to double the capital gains rate to 43%. 43% on the capital gains. House Democrats' proposal to fund their infrastructure plans would increase the capital gains rate from about 20% to 25%. And they estimated that it would bring in $2.9 trillion. Wyden's preferred rate hasn't been reported yet. And so then they estimate like, okay, well, we have this much, but if we increase it, well, then they're just going to find other ways to not pay it. Well, they just, they won't sell, which this article ends up talking about. But if you raise the capital gains rate that much, all you got to do is wait out the government to the next administration. Just Mm -hmm. don't sell anything. Exactly. Because wealthy people can handle doing that. So what, what would you rather do? You don't raise it and get it to where people won't sell. So you never take in any money or lower it to a point where people feel okay selling and paying in 10% or 7%, Mm -hmm. something like that. They don't understand that as you raise it, you're going to make less money. There, There is a point where you will have diminishing returns on this. What you tax, you get less of. Mm-hmm. Meaning you'll get less selling, which means, yeah, you'll get a higher rate, but of less money. Because what people, what they'll do, what billionaires will do is they'll hold on to their assets and then they'll just borrow against it at 2%. Like, hey, Jeff Bezos can call any bank right now he wants to and say, hey, uh, I need a loan for, you know, $10 million. And they'll be like, sure, Jeff, is a 0.01% interest rate okay for you? You know? Well, what they'll say is, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff, we can only give you $100 million. At a That's time. That's all we can yeah, give you. Yeah, yeah, sorry. He was asking for 10 in your right. scenario. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we can do 100. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're they're probably competing for his business. Like, um, e, you know, can we, is a 0.5% interest rate okay for you? And they're like, those salespeople are scared to ask him that question. Because rich people can borrow against their assets at so cheap right now that there's no reason for them to sell any of it. So which, they'll never pay this capital gains tax. Which is why we're about to get into the dome or, part. Or there's still, there is a loophole called the 1031 exchange where they will sell an asset, but then they'll just roll that asset over into another one. Mm-hmm. Because like, okay, now I need to get out of this company, but I just want to put it in another company. So I'll just 1031 exchange that money. I'll forego my capital gains. I'm not actually going to put that money in my account. I'm just transferring it over somewhere else. And then I still don't pay any capital gains tax on it. I think we should put that person in prison. You know, that's what we need to do. Uh, Quote, I have come from the corporate state of America, Biden said. Really? You've been in government for 50 years, bro. Delaware is what he means. Yeah. That's where all the corporations are. Uh, I thought it was Maryland. Mm -mm. Is it Delaware? Yeah. Clearly, we're not there. I just think it's about... I, I just think it's about just paying your fair share for Lord's sake. Come on, man. 
Come on, man. That's all we're doing. This isn't a big deal. That's all we're doing, guys. You're just paying you for Lord's sake. Come on, man. We're just paying your fair share. That's all we're asking here. Now we're everyone else is paying nothing. We need you to pay more. (laughs) They pay nothing. Yeah. We need to fund this free thing. (laughs) Come on. Give me your money. All right. Now tell everyone the dumb part. Okay. Under Wyden's proposal, unrealized gains would be taxed. Unrealized gains. Which this would last for maybe I would give it five years before it all comes crashing down. Okay. It might not be that long. Might not even be five. Then I'm being generous. Yeah. I said, come on, dude. I was being generous. (laughs) All right. White House economists really released their own analysis this week of just how much America's 400 wealthiest families pay in taxes. They stick to all these talking points. Why is it 400 wealthiest families? Right? Because that's the one that gave them the best numbers. Exactly. On average, they pay about 8.2% in income tax annually, far lower than the average rate of 14.3% that the Tax Policy Center found in 2015. The White House's uh, methodology notably factored in assets, not just wages, into the billionaire's incomes. So it's like, hey, we just made up all these numbers for whatever we wanted to do. And look, at it's a lower percentage now. So when they say that they paid 8.2% in income taxes, they factored in all of the asset gains too, not the income. So if you're Elon Musk and your your value went from 50 billion to 200 billion last year and you pay whatever the tax amount was, they're counting that as income in the argument that they are making for counting that as income to use it to count it for income. Mm-hmm. Like they're using the result of doing this to convince people that we need to do this, which is amazing. I'm I'm so impressed right now. <laughs> if I were psychopath, I'd, I wouldn't even be able to fit in these pants at the moment. You'd have to return them. I would. It's the pleats. To, to the pants store. Yes. I would. That's, oh. That, that would be like, if you wanted to come up with anything you wanted, it literally just come up with anything you wanted to. You would just determine as part of your study, completely scientific, by the way, it has mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, very scientific. Okay. You would just add in. Just just like they did, or you would add in or take away, by the way, just like they did with comparing the wealthiest Americans tax rate versus the poorest Americans, because anyone who didn't pay taxes, you just remove them from the data set. Yeah. Yeah. Just take them out. And in this case, they just added in a column of like all of these unrealized asset gains. Who knows what they're going to be worth in 20 years? You have no idea. Companies fail, by the way. That happens all the time. Okay. Uh, look at uh, look at GE. I mean, still a profitable company or or a big company, but they're not anywhere where they used to be. No. Um, so anyway, in twenty years, these assets could be worth nothing. But we're going to go ahead and tax them as if they're always going to be worth as much, if not more. And we're just going to add that column into our data set so that when we're analyzing this, we could say, look how low a percentage they pay. Yeah. And how much money they make. Why don't we just go ahead and change that? We'll just say that Elon Musk made a trillion dollars last year. Who yeah. cares? Well, look at what tax rate he paid on a trillion dollars. 0.1%. By my current projections, Elon Musk uh, is going to be worth over a trillion dollars 10 years from now. So therefore, I'm going to tell you what income tax rate he just paid on something that I perceive he's going to be worth 10 years from now. Mm. And we'll just talk about that. Exactly. Completely made up fake number. Yeah. 
Who cares? <laughs> and what Tom just said is uh, is the really good question. So they're taxing unrealized gains in a year where people made a lot of money. What happens when they lose a lot of money? Doesn't matter. Do you give them money nope. back at that time? Mm -mm. Isn't it amazing? You just want to take when people are making money. I just found this out through gambling, by the way, too. I had to look it up. I was talking to uh, my dad about this, actually. And when you make gambling winnings, you get taxed on that. But you can't count your gambling losses unless you are able to itemize all your deductions or you're a professional gambler. So you have to declare yourself a professional gambler or you have to itemize all your deductions and have enough itemized deductions without gambling losses, by the way. You can't include your gambling losses in your itemized deductions. It has to, and that has to be more than what the standard deduction is. So you have to have mileage and whatever, office space and clothing and all this stuff has to add up to more than what the standard deduction is before you can add on your gambling losses. So if you make money, they want to take it, but if you lose money, then... You, you're shit out of luck, bro. Yeah. You lost twice. Oh. <laughs> Not only did you lose the bet, the government came in and raped you at the same time. <laughs> but around here, we call that Monday. <laughs> um, Charlie, skip down to the next one and tell everyone uh, what's going on with this. Uh, you know, one thing we haven't talked about much is Australia. We, we really haven't. And there's is been there a, a lot, lot of, going on. Been a lot of stuff going on with their lockdowns. Their insane lockdowns that they have. Oh, good eye, mate. But I have a video for everyone that I wanted to play simply because I spent time to put it in here today. I would love that. Yeah. And so I have a video to play, but te technologies that you got, well, I guess we don't really have to read the thing actually, but, um, let's just watch the video. So in the video, in the video that Charlie was just talking about there, um, the cops are coming to this guy's house and questioning him about whether or not he knows of any protests coming up or of anyone talking about anything like that and ask him what different social media he uses and all sorts of stuff because they've been having issues. People have been protesting there mm. because they have some crazy mandates going on right now. And some people in Australia actually care enough about their freedoms to actually go protest. Australia is uh, like an extreme scenario of what we would be worried about happening in the U.S. someday. Like when we talk about tyrannical government overreach. It's on, it's on the horizon. It, it's this, and it happened like this, just overnight it happened. All to keep people safe. All to make sure people are safe. I think they had one death last week from COVID. Now, no one can go anywhere or do anything, but... There, no one's dying from COVID. Uh, and there's kind of a philosophical question there of uh, what's the point of living if you're locked in your house your entire life? You know, you make sure that no one dies. I mean, are they going to tackle the, the car wrecks and everything like that too? Let's just make sure no one ever dies. And then what they've done is they've decided that one thing no one can die from. That, that's it. No one can die just from this it one always, thing. It always reminds me of Braveheart. You know, when he's I think him, everything reminds you of Braveheart. I only saw it once, so I don't remember. He's getting him riled up for the battle. And he asked him to fight with him. And they said, no, we'll run and we'll live. And he goes, I run and you fight and you may die, run and you may live at least a while. But then he asked him, are you willing to trade everything from this day until your last for just one day, one day of freedom? And the crowd goes wild and they win the battle. 
I love how much you know all the lines in that movie. <laughs> I do. It's hilarious. It's so good. All right, so if you're watching the video right here, you're going to see some police officers wearing some completely pointless masks up here talking to uh, this guy about whether or not he's going anywhere. Let's see. Let's get the audio going. Come on now, Internet. Check some more. Are you planning on going in? So are you aware of any planned protests or events? No. That are coming up, Jeff? No. No? Okay. Are you aware of any communication circling around between people about the planned pro any protests coming up? No. No? Do you use any platform at all or to communicate? No. Have you gone to any protests in the past? No. Okay. <laughs> you guys wouldn't be here otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'd like to know how you got this address, actually. Okay. Um, anything <laughs> else you... Uh, like to uh, tell us how much help to ensure the public safety. <laughs> nah, it's all good. As long as you guys aren't running around shooting people's rubber bullets like down in Victoria, we're all good. <laughs> that's also another reason why, like, we're concerned with what's happening down in Victoria, that it doesn't mean it's still like, come on. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. You know, just making sure your safety, our safety, everyone else's safety. Yeah, yeah. So, all good. you've got nothing, you're happy. No, I'm good. I'm good. All right, all right man. Sorry, guys. Thank Have you. a good night. Bye-bye. I'm just trying to see if we would put up with that here or not. I mean, it's it's just for your safety, mate. It's just for your safety. It's just for your safety. Do you know, Are you aware of anything for your safety? It sounded like he had peanut butter in his mouth or something. <laughs> like a dog with <laughs> peanut butter in the roof of his mouth? Yeah. Can't understand you, man. Yes. Um, it's, if it's all for safety, Nate, I, I think it's just fine, you know? If it, if it saves just one life. Yeah, it's, then it's worth which it. Which is what it seems to be things to be doing right now i um we're going to be giving a talk on privacy rights here in a couple of weeks by the way if anyone's going to be around nashville uh then come to freer future fest on october 9th which is a saturday i think i have the date right on that we're speaking at noon and we're going to be talking about privacy rights but i um i don't know i really don't want a world here in the u.s where we have to worry about police just randomly going door to door asking if you've gone to any protests or if you know of any protests or anyone else that's going to be protesting or what social media you use or how you've been talking to people regarding the protest, because they asked him if he's gone to one and he said, well, you wouldn't be here if, if I hadn't, you know, he knew that they had basically used some facial recognition and found that he was there. And so now they're going to his house to see if he's going to be going to another protest. I mean, this is something that, uh, I feel like it's in the first amendment that you should be able to do that. Uh, or at least that the government's not going to take that right away from you. But we're in the emergency, so they can do anything they want, mm -hmm. right? Now, of course, this is in Australia, so yeah, they don't they, have... Uh, I'm just talking about it. Come, uh, will we allow it to come here? But Australia it's... derives itself from English common law, just mm -hmm. like American uh, America does. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this is, this, this is the guise. It's the guise of safety. This is the disguise that they come under to take your rights away. And then this is exactly what the road we're heading down if we don't do something about it and you wonder why so many people are upset it's not you know a lot of times when i argue with people on the left or people who are you know va vaccine mandated whatever and you don't care about people or whatever it's not that i don't agree that you shouldn't get vaccinated i think i've advocated on here that you should get vaccinated i think that it's probably appropriate and overall vaccines are safe but what i my biggest reason for joining the fight against vaccinations is because i see what's ahead of that 
I can see what's coming down the pipe and it ain't pretty. No, it looks about like that, but worse. It gets worse than that. It actually does because it gets worse than that. We have a lot larger population. There's going to be a lot crazier things that happen when you have a lot larger uh, statistical sample, a lot more outliers uh, when it comes to the U.S. And I, I just, well, I wonder when it's going to be time to start protesting in the U.S. Is anyone ever going to, anyone going to do that? If anyone organizes one, let me know. As long as it's within a couple miles of my house. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be there. Oh. Okay. I'm not going to organize. I'm going to wait for you to organize. Yeah. And then I'll, and then I'll be there. You'll be there it's on, just, on the square. It's in, you see the protests in Italy and in France and in Australia. And I know that we don't have the same measures that they do there. So it hasn't been quite as crazy as what it's been over there. We, we just now started our vaccine mandates and we're doing it through the bureaucracy. And that's what people have been protesting against mainly over there have been the mandates and, and really the, the restrictions on travel in Australia um, it's been, it's been really crazy to see a country that is a first world nation, just a nice, you know, Western society type nation, just completely devolve into a, into a tyrannical state in, in the span of a few months in the span of a year, I guess, but, but I mean, it it's a vaccine. Quickly. So life-saving you have to mandate it. I mean, you're talking about taking people <laughs> from a, a, uh, a 0.03% mortality rate to a 0.001% mortality rate, but you're starting from a 0.03% mortality rate. Imagine if we had something that was a little bit more dangerous out there. We're talking about something that's dangerous. Obviously people are dying. I don't like it. I'm against it, but man, are we lucky from even a government standpoint that we got one that's got a 0.03% mortality rate lowered. I can't imagine if it were any worse than this. And you know what? If it were worse than this, if it had a 5% mortality, you asked me if it had a 5% or a 10%, would I go take a vaccine? Yeah, I would. I'd be a little bit more worried about it then, for sure. 5, 10%, that's a lot. I actually think people would be more voluntarily doing a lot of things uh, that you wouldn't even have to force. They would be staying home. They would be staying home because you would feel like you had a legitimate fear of going out and having a 5 or 10% chance of dying when you went somewhere, but we've taken something that I know it's a statistically worse than the flu, but we've taken a bad flu and we've decided that it warrants taking away everyone's liberties that we're supposed to have in the U S and as long as it's an emergency, as long as it's to save one life, a lot of people are just fine with giving that up. And, um, that's sad. I'm not, I'm sad. I'm not willing to give it up. Okay. I won't ever give it up. I'll say it right here, right now. Well, uh, let's uh, let's wrap her up then, because I know you got a you got a kid that's got to get picked up. I do. Hey, nice job, by the way, and all the transitions and thanks, you know, dude. Running producer as you're speaking. Yeah, you're doing you're doing a fine job. What's gonna be weird is I'm not even gonna use this thing. It could have just been a box. Yeah, I don't even have any buttons on it. I'm using know. my computer to control it. I don't know why they just didn't make a box. Yeah, they should have made it a box. They should have just made a yeah. It it's made for doing live, like if you're at somewhere and you need to live stream something like that you can Which, live I mean, stream directly yeah, from it we may need it in five five years or so yeah. never know it could be a, a good investment all right y'all if you enjoyed it didn't cost anything if you oh that's right yeah, yeah. it was yeah because i paid for it so it didn't cost anything if you all enjoyed today's show then please smash that subscribe button uh we we got a lot of work to do folks what's going on right now 
So uh, Sam said the episode was okay. <laughs> so if Sam. you thought the episode was just okay, then uh, also hit that subscribe button because we've got better ones coming. Don't you worry. And uh, it is free. It's completely free. The show costs nothing to run, nothing to operate, nothing for you to listen to whatsoever. In fact, um, this device I'm speaking on uh, was paid for by the pygmies in New Guinea. <laughs> and I'm thankful for that. And because uh, it was free for me, yeah, but paid for by somebody else, cost neutral. So that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, hit that subscribe button or don't, uh, because if whether you do or not, you're probably going to be subscribed anyway, because that's how things work. Especially just, for this far in, this is yeah. something that you're subscribed to. Exactly. Yeah. Also, share the show with a friend and a foe, or don't, don't <laughs> do whatever you want because nothing matters. <laughs> very uplifting if you guys do all those things (laughs) or don't or don't then we'll be back again tomorrow or we might not until then i hope you guys have a good day and a good morning liberty or not